Welcome to Dare to Change, a podcast hosted by Shannon Peters and Michael Fraser. We're calling all change seekers. This podcast is for the people who want to feel empowered, inspired, and motivated to make the changes they desire in their life. On this podcast, you will find heartfelt stories, difficult truths, and insights that will allow you to level up. Join us each week as we bring you captivating conversations that will assist you in stepping into your power. You are always one decision away from a totally different life. And remember, small changes add up to huge results. Let's Let's get get it. What do you mean, like this podcast or you? Are you okay? Are you ready? You're getting a vibration, bro. Are you? you, I don't know if you're in the right state for this. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about stories, right? Didn't, isn't that what you said? Yeah. And you're like, let's fucking do this too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, guys, welcome to another episode of Dare to Change podcast. My name is Shannon. And, and I'll- my name is Michael. That's right. We are on episode number 100. 100. <laughs> wow. And you know what? It's not the 100th episode of Dare to Change podcast. It is just 100 recorded episodes for myself. And it's a special episode. Regardless of the name and regardless of who's on, it's a special episode because 100 is a lot. (laughs) It's a lot of hours, you know? And when I started this podcast or when I started podcasting in general, yeah, I was like, yeah. (laughs) a hundred yeah sure we'll see what happens but now here it is it's the day and I couldn't be more happy to share it with you Michael so thank you for being here for number 100 I'm really grateful I should be the grateful one to be added into this beautiful podcast with the lovely Shannon Peters and Mm -hmm. your huge accomplishment because that is a lot of podcasts it's a lot of episodes like I can't imagine doing 100 with you. It's going to be a long journey to get there, but <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> uh, good for you. It's amazing. And you've had some amazing episodes. So uh, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I encourage people to go back if they're just starting to listen to it now. Like, go back. There's some a couple of gems for sure, especially like <laughs> the first couple ones are a little bit cringeworthy, but it's. Um, yeah, one of my absolute favorite episodes is I think episode four with my sponsor, Karen, and she shares her story on addiction and her life before and now. And it's just so great. It's like full circle because that was about two years ago. So she was four years clean. And uh, I know this episode is going to air later, but right now, it's the end of July and I'm going to Greece in two days with her on her yoga retreat. And it's just so wonderful to see like where you, like if you think you are like, you're going to hit you're at rock bottom and there's no hope and you want to end your life, like just stay. There's always a way out. You're not alone. And it's, she is just like the picture of what it, what it means to recover and she's helping 
so many people do that in the process and I am just so freaking excited for this trip and what's gonna happen on it like I just feel like there's gonna be some definite vibrational shifts there and oh it's so great I just love, love it, it. <laughs> I love that you said that because excuse me really it's like when we're in those spaces and I've been there so many times like honestly I can't even explain even this last year uh, I still go to those places at times where it's like, you know, you're stuck in just like your pain or your addiction or your depression or whatever it might be. Um, and you just like, don't see a way out. But like, I always remind myself, it's like, this is the perfect time for a breakthrough. Like this is when I'm going to break through. So there's right now there's something happening so that I can like shift, that I can grow, that I can become better. And the universe really wants me to make a change. And so like, where, what's the next, what's the one next step I can take? And so it kind of leads into what we want to talk today. We want to talk about stories of our life. And this actually just sparked a story of my mind and I really want to share it. Let's so, <laughs> story time. So this is about maybe two years ago, year and a half ago, I was um, just really on like the edge of breaking through my anxiety, but it honestly just went in like a wave of like, my anxiety came back so bad and I was teaching meditation at the time. And really what my anxiety was trying to tell me was like, this is the wrong company to work for. But, um, you know, I pushed that away. and was like, oh, this is just a time for me to learn how to manage my anxiety, push through it and overcome it. And so what was happening is I was having like quite intense anxiety or actually sometimes panic attacks around guiding these meditations. There's actually a sound bowl classes. So I was um, uh, at meditation studio and it was one of my first classes and uh, a full class. And I was, I was kind of choked. I was like, I did not want a full class for uh, what I think it was my second class. And, so everyone comes in and I am just so nervous and everyone's just so excited for the class. Like everyone laid down and I start just kind of like guiding them into their meditation. And meanwhile, my heart is like pounding on my chest and um, I start playing these sound bowls. So like you have to have like calm hands, you need to be grounded. And I'm playing sound bowls and I'm having a full blown panic attack. Uh, and I'm trying to guide people through <laughs> this meditation. And um, I just honestly just like took a deep breath and just focused like so heavily on like, you know, everyone's here, just like relax. No one even notices that you're having this panic attack. And I got through it. And at the end of the class, this girl comes up to me and goes, you have the calmest voice ever. And that was so amazing. I loved your class. And I just stood there with like my jaw on the ground. So it's like, if you only knew what I was dealing with up there. And it's just a simple like reminder that, you know, in these times where we make up like how these fears inside of us and all these like overwhelms is that it's often we we kind of like project them to be so much worse and just always know that like on the other side there is some beauty so if you can just push through it uh and, and continue to focus on like what could go good the good will be there and that was just a reminder for me that like hey look like look even though you were having a panic attack you can still show up you can still do this for others and like you're still going to get rewarded um so that was my little story that sparked out of what you had just said Wow, thanks for sharing. You must be like amazing. Like I I'd love to know what the panic attacks feel like for 
other people, like if they're the same or if they're different, you know, and how they feel in someone's body compared to mine. Cause I'm not sure if I've ever had like a full blown, like anxiety attack. I've definitely felt anxiety and anxious before, but like when it's like debilitating, I'm not sure if I've ever experienced that. So it's like, if you were actually experiencing that and guiding people, oh. you're so good at multitasking. Wow. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm good at multitasking. I was just like really good at fighting uh, through what I was experiencing. And it was more embarrassing for me to like put down uh, the mallets that I was playing with and like walk out of the room to manage what I was dealing with to, to just like really fight through it. Um, but at the time, yeah, I mean, that was sort of like a really um, significant time of like teaching my mind and body that uh, and that's really where that story was going. It's like, it, it taught my mind and body that like, Hey, look, when you sit there and just like breathe and get through it, it's like, there, there was no danger there. And then really the woman that came up to me after, uh, was really just kind of like the universe being like, look, like you can do this. Every time you do this, you're going to get rewarded and it's okay. Uh, and you're going to teach your mind and body. And that's really where like uh, a massive shift happened in my understanding of how to manage uh, and break through anxiety which was really acceptance because although i was fighting it then i soon uh, learned after that that like the whole key was acceptance and that every time i felt anxiety or that panic arise i just literally would smile and be like oh hey and accept what i was feeling and it would be gone in 90 seconds where before i'd be like oh my gosh my heart's pounding my hands are sweating i'm shaking i'm having a panic attack and i would fight it and it would get worse and worse Wow. Great story. Yeah. How do I follow that one? <laughs> you're, you're the storyteller, Shannon. Every time I call you, you got a story. <laughs> I know. My life, my life isn't dull, that's for sure. It just keeps getting better and better. Um, I guess I could, uh, I could relate to you with like the teaching aspect. Because I remember my very first yoga class. <laughs> I mean, I remember it and I don't remember it because I think I blacked out for the majority of it, but it was, oh God, like my first yoga class, I can't, I just like, okay, probably zombie. There was 30 people that showed up for my first yoga class and I was scared shitless, honestly, like just, and I think I fumbled my words a little bit and didn't really look at anybody, but it was the fact that I had like like so many people come and support me. It was just really wonderful to know that like, oh yeah, okay, I'm doing something good. And like people are watching. And I think I just want to say that to people listening. Like if you want to do something and you're, and you're scared, like Michael and I said, like push through it because the, the end result is so amazing when people come up to you and they're like, that was the best class I ever had. Like I needed that so much. Like, thank you never underestimate the power of like what one what you can do for one person because it has a ripple effect and you have no idea how many people you can impact yeah. and you have no idea how many people are watching you silently as well especially with social media like keep showing up and be authentically you because you never know when someone's going to need it totally and that's actually something i want to like tap on was something that my mentor at the time had mentioned to me she's like michael like what are you scared like what why were you panicking and i was like i was so scared of screwing up and she's like well did you screw up i was like i mean kind of yeah like i was 
stuttering my words. I could barely breathe. I wasn't playing the bowls like calmly. Uh, and she's like, and did anyone like say anything? Like, no, the woman like came up to me and was like, that was fantastic. But she also reminded me that, you know, in every group, the one third of the people is going to love you. One third of the people is going to kind of be like, meh, this is all right. And one third of the people is going to be like, I didn't really like it. So all you need to focus on is the one third that are going to love you or that one person, like you said, because there's one person in that room that you're going to touch uh, or there's one person, you know, when you show up and face your fears, maybe that's your kid. Say you, you have a fear of something and you go and you face it. Like when your kids see that or your partner sees that and that inspires them, which that inspires other people. And it's that ripple as you spoke about. Yeah. And it's like, step into that fear. Like the comfort zone will not do much for us. You know, it's like when we push past the comfort and go into like our edge and like step into the fear, it feels so good after most of the time when I'm like, no one ever is like, I regret doing something that I was really afraid of. Well, I haven't anyways, you know, it's always usually like, Oh my gosh, I feel so elated. And I'm so happy I did that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even well minus I was gonna like say the example of like um bungee jumping because I was so scared and then when I did it I was like okay that's cool and I'm good I don't need to do that again yeah. <laughs> you know it's like we build this stuff up in our heads and it's like totally. oh, it wasn't even that bad like oh my gosh yeah yeah so true and, and on the other side of that fear is like actually so much joy and love just really just taking the leap which is like the law of polarity it's like the deeper like the scarier or the greater the fear the more exactly the more love the more light on the opposite end that you will feel but mm. like think of that next time it's like okay i'm feeling really scared and like debilitated just think of the exact opposite which is like so much love and gratitude it's like that's what you'll get when you step into it totally yeah. Yeah, I actually have. So, uh, like since that happened, uh, I, as I mentioned, like acceptance was such a big piece and I healed my anxiety. Like it was crazy how much shifted after that and then about six months after. Um, but I have to say like fear of presenting specifically, uh, has always lingered in me. Um, and it wasn't until I learned timeline therapy where I was able to like go back and actually clear the pieces of like where that all started as a child and uh, different points in my life and, and clear those out where it's like, okay, I still feel nervous, which everyone does when they, I mean, unless you're a pro and you've been practicing or doing lots of it, almost everyone feels nervous. Even people that I know do it all the time still get nervous to present. That's totally normal. It'd be weird if you didn't. Um, but really where, where I'm getting at is just that like once I use timeline therapy, that was able for me to like really release all the negative charges that were on the previous events that were making me feel so overwhelmed and anxious. And those thoughts and images that were playing in my head before I presented were able to release. And like I did a presentation uh, in front of a big group. It was probably like two months ago. And it was so empowering. I couldn't believe that like when I showed up for it, I was a little nervous, but I wasn't in any form like anxious or panicking or fearful. And on the other side of it, I did the presentation and people were like crying and so grateful. And it's just like, it's, there's so much love and there's so much joy and like exactly what you tapped on. So mm -hmm. if you're listening to this, like just know that that fear that you're having towards something, um, 
it's probably the one thing you need to do. You need to face, you know, and so accept those emotions that you're feeling and go after it. Accept, <laughs> yes. And uh, I'll add on what you said too, when you're like, oh, nervous, this feeling of nervousness, again, with the language, like, let's change that a little bit and be like, oh, I'm excited. It's like just a feeling that you have in your body. Change the wording into more positive. I'm excited. <laughs> like those butterflies, I feel those are excitement butterflies. Not That's nervous. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, like uh, ex excited and uh, like anxious or nervous are very, very similar like feelings in the body. It's just like how you perceive it. And that's something that I used when I first, uh, after that time with meditation, it's like I would begin to tell myself like every time I walked or felt anxiety and I was going to a class, I would literally smile and just like, I'm so excited. I'm so happy. Uh, I feel the anxiety and would just like play that trick on myself. And that's how it, I wasn't even, sorry, it's not even a trick. It's like literally just you're, actually commanding that unconscious mind to be excited to feel the way that you want to feel and switch the perception good one maybe we should do an episode on the unconscious mind <laughs> <laughs> maybe we will and also i keep just adding on adding on adding on but yeah. um, with the with the whole thing about like teaching and stuff and like I believe like this, the world here, we came here to learn and it's like a earth school and we are all teachers and we are all students. And if you're looking at like Michael and I, and we're like, I could never do that or I could never teach or I never could lead. It's like anybody can do it. And we need more people to be leaders and not followers. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I was leading my full moon circles, I'm like, I'm not any special, any more special than any of you. We're all equal. And just because I'm doing this doesn't mean you can't either. Like there's enough room and abundance totally. for all of us. So it's just like, oh, why? One's well, like, oh, why me? I don't think I can do it. Like what's good with me? It's like, why not you? So if you have that little desire, little burning, little itch in your soul, it's there for a reason. And it's like calling you to awaken that part and explore that. Totally. Yeah. yeah and you touched on a big piece. Like I think, um, I, I don't want to call it a flaw, but you know, there's this one thing where it's like, we, it's comparison. It's literally comparison. We see someone online who's like a great speaker or we see this master coach or whoever it might be and you're like oh well, i could never do that because you're comparing yourself to them but it's like actually you have so many gifts uh and just knowing that one thing that someone else doesn't know and it can be so little i often forget that like the little things that i know i just like, kind of almost expect people to know are like where the magic is you know uh we try to like make these big make it so big and grand when it's it's the small pieces and we all have those stories and we all have um knowledge that can be shared that's right you have it in you to share even me shannon you asked me to be on this podcast a year ago i was like no. uh no i'm not ready for that <laughs> why was i not ready there's no difference between then and now <laughs> i know you're so funny but i'm glad we did it when we did it you know i guess you needed that time yeah it was perfect timing yeah. Wow. So do you have any magical stories that you can share with the audience that is just going to spark love, joy, and <laughs> a magical story that'll spark. That doesn't have to be magical. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
know, let's do a theme. Like, what kind of theme can we talk about? Well, I guess, like, okay, let's just, like, it's episode 100. I'm just kind of reminiscing about 100 episodes. I was trying to think of, like, okay, well, we can talk about, like, stories about trips. Like, okay, because I'm, re- I'm excited about my trip because most of the time, like, big shifts happen when I go away. And I haven't traveled really in a while. Like, my last big trip was Bali of May and June of 2019. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a while since I've been out of the country and on a plane. So I'm, like, a little bit nervous, to be honest. But I get it, going through customs and everything. Yeah, and having to do, like, the like testing and all this extra pay and yeah hey it's like 150 bucks mm-hmm. what? 150 bucks it's actually bucks. it was 210 dollars wow and i had to pay that twice because i messed up on the first one and i still haven't gotten a refund for the other one because they're they say it has to your form has to match exactly as your passport and i have two middle names in my passport and i forgot to put the other middle name because i never use that middle name and it was like exactly like it so i didn't want to like chance it to that be the reason that i couldn't go so 420 dollars deep and then probably on the way back too. So <laughs> I'll let you guys know that experience because, um, yeah, there's, it's been, um, I'll share that story, I guess, because this trip I'm going on in a couple of days has been in the making since 2009, actually, like when I went to Bali, which was quite hilarious because Karen's been planning this because um, it was supposed to be for July, 2020. And, um, originally when I put the deposit down, my, my ex-boyfriend, boyfriend at the time, put the deposit down for me for my birthday. So that was June, 2019. So that's how long this trip has been in the making. <laughs> and he was supposed to come with me, but obviously that's not happening. So, um, it's just been a whole, like a lot of stressful back and forth things. Like there was about 45 people that were going on this retreat and because of like what happened with the, um, COVID and stuff now it's, it's down to 16 people. But I think COVID weeded out all like the people that didn't want to be there anyways and weren't supposed to be there. So now it's like a whole bunch of like same people that are on the same vibration. So yeah. Have you ever been to Greece before Michael? I have not. No, <clears throat> my, um, no, I'm not definitely the last I'm trying to think the last trip I went on was Mexico mm. um, and I mean it's just kind of what came up for me was like the, the experience that I had when I was traveling so um, when the, I guess the story that's coming up for me is like when I traveled I was 21 I went to Europe um, and was like Never been to Europe, was super pumped, booked this month-long Contiki tour. <laughs> Anyone know? No, Contiki is just like you get, you land somewhere and you get on this coach bus and you travel all over uh, Europe. So I did a 30-day Contiki tour and um, was the wildest experience of my life. <laughs> I did a ton of things, but I mean, the one thing that I did every day was drink. And it was honestly 
uh, just an absolute party for 30 days. And I'm not much of a party. I, I mean, I liked it back then, but it's still at the same time, I, I, I'm not that hard of a partier. And that experience, like people will ask me this to this day, like, so where did you go in Europe? And I'm like, um, <laughs> like I can barely remember. Like half the time I was either drunk out of my mind or hung over. And it's just like, it was such a waste of an experience. Um, but at the same time, I did some amazing things. I did, uh, well, not skydiving, but paragliding um, in the Swiss Alps. And that was amazing. Whoa. And uh, yeah, that was awesome. But that, you know, that experience has like always really taught me about um, being more mindful of how you want to do a trip. Um, at that age, obviously, I was young and was just kind of like, give her like, yeah, let's just go travel. I don't want to have responsibility of like where I'm going. Um, but now it's like, I, I would love to go do Europe or go do uh, a trip where it's like, yeah, just be more mindful of the experience and of how, um, how and what I'm doing, who I'm going to be around. Mm-hmm. I can relate to the drinking your face off and not really remembering anything. <laughs> I went to Europe also in 2010 mm. and I went with my, my mom and my aunt and my uncle to visit some family. And I was 19 at the time. And I just remember being so ungrateful to be there. I'm like, ugh, I just want to drink and party with my friends. This is so boring. I'm with my mom and my aunt. Like, ew. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I could just shake that little person back then. Like, I know, right? Oh, God. I know. Especially Europe. It's like, it's so beautiful. There's so much history. Uh, But it's the time of your life, right? It's like that time that you were at and you didn't know what you know now. And that's always a big reminder of like when we get awareness of like where we are in our life, it's like, well, now you have the knowledge. So now you can make the shift. But at the time you didn't have that knowledge. Uh, So you're doing the best with what you could at that time. Right. We're all just doing the best we can with what we have. Yes. (laughs) So wherever you're at, you know, you might've done that. Kentucky tour yourself and you're 40 years old actually no Kentucky cuts off at like 27 or something but. do they still do Kentucky tours I'm pretty sure yeah oh my gosh you know what that'd be funny to do, to, no no uh, like, we're no. too old now Shannon they are really we I think so yeah oh, dang that's hilarious that we're too old <laughs> <laughs> old whatever I'm so young I just keep I'm, getting younger and younger yeah that playful self just keeps getting more and more vibrant. That's that's right. <laughs> Nothing new. Oh uh, yeah, talking about travel though, and like personal development and stuff. I have like the um no, probably shouldn't share that. I just have the uh, the, the um the porn star story. Oh, like I don't even share that. <laughs> Do you not know that story? You must know that story. Uh, no. <laughs> you don't know? This is the moment, actually, where I was like, uh, I can do anything. Like, uh-huh. I can manifest whatever the fuck I want. And it's true. Because after that is when I manifested, like, the Tony Robbins ticket, which I was talking about, and, like, all this, and just, like, manifesting money, and it's coming in which way or whatever, and, like, I just accept it. <laughs> so... 
talking about about travel like we'll just we'll keep it on the travel and like because like I said when we travel like big shifts happen and stuff well for me anyways right so this was back in 2017 and it was in like the, the my in the middle of my drinking like pretty bad like that's 2017 is when it got pretty bad and I was in a personal development course called Landmark and I did the, I can't even remember what it's called now, self-expression and leadership program, I think, or introduction to leaders program, something, I don't know, like whatever. So the reason why I went and did this training is because the training is free. You don't have to pay for it, but you have to go to different parts of the world to get the training. So I was like, that's cool. Like, I don't have to stay in Vancouver. They had four big weekends in the course every like three months or so, I think. Yeah, it was supposed to be like nine months or a year, of course. And we'd have to pick um, a center, which where we wanted to go because Landmark is all over the world. And for those that don't know Landmark, it's actually a really great program and helped me like kickstart my, my personal development journey. Um, but it's a very challenging program and it yeah it challenged me i didn't actually even finish it i was like nope i'm done i don't need this anymore <laughs> you, you yeah you get confronted with a lot of stuff so anyways i uh i wanted to go there's um you could go to anywhere they had they had centers in tokyo in australia and all this stuff so i um they had one in in New York and I really wanted to go to New York because I'd never been to New York before and it was getting close to the time where like we had to decide where we were going and I still hadn't bought a ticket yet and I'm just like Ugh. I'm like and I'm like I was going through the stories in my head I'm like I don't have enough money to buy this ticket to go whatever right and my coach is like step into it and like you know command it of yourself and the money's gonna come like you'll find a way type of thing and I'm like Okay, fine. Yep, book the ticket to uh, or to New York. I want to go to New York, and then I like posted it on social media. I'm like, I'm going to New York. I'm going to New York. And my mom's like, What the hell? You're going to New York? Like, you didn't tell me this. She's like, I want to come with you. And I'm like, Okay, you want to pay for the hotel? She's like, Yeah. <laughs> so it's <was>, like sick. <laughs> but it was so it was actually like a redo uh, for like a trip with my mom, which was really awesome. Cause like, like I just talked wow. about like when I went to Europe and I like couldn't give two shits about being there so it was a really nice experience to like have that with my mom again but this is besides the point before that okay like <laughs> tmi whatever um i really liked this porn star <laughs> at the time still do i think she's really beautiful and she's funny and cool and at the time when I was with, I know, <laughs> this is so funny. I never got into porn until I was with my previous boyfriend, now my ex, and we would actually like watch it quite a bit. And then I would say I almost got addicted to watching porn, to be honest. Okay. So mm. you can do that. Sure. Right, Last episode you shared with the world, I got one testicle. So we're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm calling myself out. So, um, anyways, we were watching porn one day and there was this really beautiful girl and it said her name at the beginning of like, it was like a movie, like an actual, her name in the credits and stuff. And I'm like, oh, she's really pretty. So then I Googled her and then found her Instagram and then just, oh. like, 
yeah, so I started following her on her Instagram, and it was, yeah, I was like, oh, she's so cool, like, oh, find me, like, dope, like, just, like. Did you share her name? Uh, her name is Adriana Chechik, Chechik. Okay. nasty 69 on Oh, no. Okay, sorry, go on. <laughs> so, anyway, so, yeah, I follow her, like her stuff, whatever. But I was always like, oh, she's super cool. Like, that would be sick to, like, you know, whatever. Like, you fantasize sometimes. Okay, I was fantasizing for her, okay? So, fast forward, I <laughs> took a trip to New York. And, um, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to New York. Literally, two days later, I see on her Instagram, she posts that she is going to be in New York at a live meet and greet. And I'm like, no fucking way, bro. I'm no like, way. I checked the dates. It's the dates that I'm there in New York. And I checked where it is in the city. And it was about like a 15 minute train ride away from. No way. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I need to go. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and it was so funny because my boyfriend at the time liked her too and he wasn't coming on the trip. And I'm like, haha, like, sucks to be you. You didn't want to come. Anyways. <laughs> so, but her meet and greet was like right in the time that I was supposed to be doing the training. The training was like from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., like long days. So, and like, I, screw the course. I got to go see my <laughs> porn star. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, beautiful beans. Did you know that there is a hypnotic tool in your house that is programming you? Can you guess what it is? If you guess television, you're right. Your subconscious mind, which carries all of your memories and beliefs and makes you who you are, is directly programmed when you watch TV. Your mind slips into a hypnotic trance state within seconds of watching TV, and this lowers your brainwaves to a lower alpha state, commonly associated with meditation and deep relaxation. It is believed to be caused by the screen flicker and explains why you feel sleepy while you watch TV. And under this state of trance, your subconscious mind becomes highly suggestible, and whatever information you receive from the TV becomes part of your memory pool. So a lot of people get a little scared about trance or hypnosis and what I want you to know is that it's not scary and our subconscious mind cannot reject anything. It only accepts commands. So when you watch TV, be mindful of what you are watching and what you are actually programming yourself with. And if you want to reverse this and program yourself, I invite you to go to www.queennamaste.com dot com slash manifest and download my free hypnosis on abundance. It'll help you be able to think abundantly in all areas of your life and learn to unlearn the programming that we have been bombarded with throughout our whole life. So again, feel free to download my free hypnosis www.queenamaste.com slash manifest. So, yeah, Friday happens, super cool, I get to explore the city a little bit, and then the uh, Saturday comes around, and we get a break, and th at that point, it was either, like, continue with the course, or go out and bounce, and go, go, so 
I was like, oh my God. So I asked my friend at the time, Jane, like if she wanted to come with and she's like, um, no, it's okay. And I'm like, okay, just go alone. Just whatever. Just put on your good big girl pants and go alone. So I bounced the meeting and I'm like, let me know what I miss. Like texting her, like, let me know what I miss. Go to this <laughs> pop-up porn hub store. Right? This is sketchy, dodgy area of fucking New York. I don't even know where I was. And there's a lineup outside the door, and I'm the only girl in the lineup. There was like a couple girls inside, but they were with their partners. And I was like, oh my God, like this is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <That's my life. laughs> and then, so like I go and I'm like looking through like the like outside looking in like in this store and I'm like oh my god that's her that's her I'm like holy shit like and then I'm starting to get so nervous I'm like "Ah." so anyways finally get in there and like we chat for like four minutes she was so nice and she's like oh my god I love your hair at the time I had purple hair and we took a couple pictures she signed my boob And this is the best story. I've never knew this story. Okay. I feel like I've told it so many times, but, <laughs> and then, so she's like, Oh my gosh, like, what are you doing later tonight? And I'm like, I don't have any plans. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, Oh, I'm going to be at Sapphire's dancing. Like you should totally come. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, sure. I'll come. She's like, okay, come. I'll be there at 1230. And I'm like, okay, sick, sick, sick. And then she had to like, you know, she had a line. So I'm like, okay. And I'm like, oh my God. So then I called my friend Jane back up. And like this point, there was like 30 minutes left of the course and the course was done for the night. And I'm like, do you want to go to the strip club tonight? Like I just got invited by like my favorite porn star. Like, do you want to go? And she's like, okay. And I'm like, let's go. (laughs) So we go down to another part of the town, like the other side of freaking New York. And Sapphire, I think it was Sapphire's, but it's a chain. So there's one in, um, there's one in Las Vegas too. And I remember going to the one in Las Vegas and it was so big and there's like 500 girls on a night and they just keep rotating. Like girls are on all the time, but the drinks I remember being like ridiculously expensive and we get into this place and actually we're like paying, I don't have to pay the cover because I looked on their website and it was like, Oh, say this word. You don't have to pay cover. And I'm like sick. And as we're doing that, Adriana walks in. She's like, Hey, so nice to see you. And I'm like, hi, like fangirling like an idiot. And then we like go down and the Sapphires is like way tinier than the the Las Vegas one. Like it's a tiny little area, little club. And we go and we sit like in the front row, like at this table pretty much. And we like look at the menu and it's like $30 for one shot of Patron or like one, not even Patron. It was like, like crap tequila. It was like $30. And we're like, fuck, (laughs) we don't have this kind of money. And then all of a sudden, this guy sits down at our table with a stack of bills and puts it down on the table. He's like, can I sit here? And we're like, absolutely. (laughs) You can sit sit with us. Yeah. And then he's like, well, what brings you ladies here? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, Adriana. He's like, yeah, I know Adriana. Like, I've been to a couple of her shows. Like, we're kind of good friends. And I'm like, wow. Oh, okay. And he's like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, bought us drinks all night. And then 
Adriana eventually comes up on, it gets kind of like, I don't know, PG-14 already, I don't know if I want to say the whole thing on here, I'll tell you later, but basically, she comes on, does an amazing dance, I'm just like, I'm like, oh my god, she's so amazing, my friend Jane literally goes up to her, yells at her, she's like, my friend wants to make out with you, like, what the fuck, I'm like, no, 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 and then Adriana, like, points me to come over, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to do it now, and she makes out with me, in front of the whole club I'm like ah! yeah a couple other things happen I get her phone number it was like it was such a good night and after that I'm like I can do anything and I felt so powerful it was like yeah I'm cool this was the best story I've ever heard in my life <laughs> wow yeah there we go so like every I don't want to say creepy, but this is like every every guy that was in that line that was <laughs> waiting to meet her would like have this dream and you fucking made it happen. I know. I'm kind of a boss like that, I guess. You are. Yeah. So wow. I'm just excited. What's good. Trips are always so much fun for me. So I'm just all, I can only imagine what's going to happen in Greece. And I'm just I can't wait to hear your stories when you get back. <laughs> well, I should be coming with you if this is the type of stuff you get into. <laughs> I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it was like a great times. so i love it well i definitely don't have a story like this to top holy smokes you don't have a story to top that is that what you said no <laughs> that's okay it's episode 100 i need to have a good story so there you it is. do wow yeah. well i hope some people got some inspiration from your porn story are <laughs> 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 inspired to manifest their dreams, whatever those might be, yeah. uh, and just know that you can do it. And on the other side of all that fear that is good. so much joy and love and excitement. Exactly. I was so nervous to even go there and meet her, but like, I ended up having the best night ever and like built confidence up. And it's just like, yeah, step through that fear, guys, because life is fucking awesome. On the other side. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I know it's kind of off topic, but we just wanted to kind of have fun and share some stories. Episode 100. And like this podcast, please rate it, review it, subscribe it, post it on social media, and tag us, and we will repost you. Love it. Wherever you are in your journey, just know that you're enough, you're beautiful, you're worthy. And you can go get a porn star if you truly face your fierce squadron. <laughs> Have a great day.